Welcome to the Star Power Podcast. I'm Amy Stair, CEO of Star Power, and we're bringing you best practices from best agents in a brand neutral environment and open sharing. We hope you enjoy this roundtable discussion featuring our stars. And if you'd like to network with these geniuses you're hearing on the podcast, you need to get to the Star Power Conference. Visit our website, starpower.com forward slash conference for the latest date and location and get yourself registered today. We keep throwing around this DISC, this DISC, this I'm an SC, I'm a high D, high I. Lots of people don't know what this means. So first of all, I just want to talk about I want each of you to share what are you and what does that mean, and then let's talk about how you apply it in your business. I'm Heidi Joy, and my mother named me perfectly, Hi D. <laughs> we didn't know it at the time, but um, it actually ended up being perfect. But my, my secondary actually is a C. And when I get super stressed, um, the sea the sea rises, right? So then everything needs to be perfect. Um, I need all of the data. I need all of the information, um, and it also puts me into paralysis. So I have to be really careful how I manage myself. And I look at myself at 25 years now, playing around in the real estate sandbox. And if you meet me. Um, you won't know what I am, and that's on purpose because I can become a chameleon, and I will mold myself to whoever and whatever you are. And that's a listening skill um, because I used to charge charge at the world with my high D personality, and it most people didn't like it, and it's abrasive, and I didn't make a lot of friends that way. Um, you know, I'm very blessed that a lot of my real estate friends are just like me and I get to be my 100% myself. Um, but yeah, take the time if you don't know the the DISC personality to learn it. Um, you know, for me, it, it, it was teaching it that made me master it and get, get better at being that chameleon. So real quick, let's just touch on them. Our D personalities are our drivers, uh, direct, to the point, bottom line, cut to the chase people. Uh, our high eyes are our self-described life of the party. They're the influencers. Uh, they're highly social and extroverted. Our S personalities are our supporters. We'll call them the moms of the universe. They make sure everyone else is taken care of, often uh, to the detriment of their own self-care. And our high Cs are our, our critical thinkers. They're our perfectionists. And Everybody is a combination of all four of these. Um, and like Heidi said, you're chameleons. You, it's the nature of your industry to be able to mirror and match people. Um, having said that, I know you all have developed awareness and make adjustments. So what about the rest of you? Where, where do you fall on the DISC spectrum? Hi, Mark Boylant, uh, Westchester County, New York. <clears throat> so where I fall on the spectrum is I'm a high SC, identical. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the challenges with that is kind of overanalyzing things, uh, taking too long to make a decision, um, <clears throat> and and changing your mind a lot. So um, it is something that in this business you do have to work on over time to kind of let things go and not spend too much time on analyzing things. Uh, the upside is you're you're generally going to have you know systems in place. You're going to be double checking things. You know you're probably not going to uh, necessarily have things blowing up on you. 
but the the downside is, is that you know your business may not grow as fast. It may take longer to do that. But the good news is is that even though you know real estate, at least top agents in real estate, are generally driven or, or yeah predisposed to being you know high D or high I, you can build a solid business. You know if you're an S or a C um, through uh, other other means. So just because you might not be a high D or an I doesn't necessarily mean you can't build a strong business over time your way. Case in point. Case in point. Right. Actually, the, the funny thing is uh, with the, um, the disc uh, analysis and, um, and with Keller Williams, they have a, a thing called the um, KPA. I don't know if you hear about that. So if you, when I took my KPA, guess what, was, guess what my number one role would be on a team? Listing manager assistant. Not even the listing manager. <laughs> Not even the listing manager. The assistant to the listing manager. Yep. So, um, but I've, I've been able to work my way up to being the top one or two agents out of 15,000 in my MLS. So it can be done. Hey, I'm Linda Craft, Raleigh, North Carolina. The first time I ever heard about DISC or took a DISC assessment was at a Star Power conference. And uh, I had someone, when I got tested, describe me as someone who wants it done perfectly and wants it done now. I'm a high D, high C. I had very little S. I can push up my eye, but I don't really have a lot of eye. I dress like I have eye, but I don't. It's a, it's a facade um, to try to make me look more friendly and open and whatever. But, you know, several years ago, I took it again. And what was amazing is it doesn't always stay the same. I've got a lot of S right now. I have more eye. Everything's kind of calmed down. Maybe that's age. One of the things I encourage everyone to learn about DISC is you will be able to see from an email that a lead sends to you what their personality is so that you know how to respond back to them. We also learn what their greatest fears are so that we know how to go ahead and speak into that fear before we start to close them on whatever it is we're doing in real estate. So highly recommend learning everything you can about DISC. It works if you work it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you. This is Pam Marion from Latin, Oklahoma. I'm like Linda. I was, when I first heard about this uh, 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 personality, Star Power Conference, I think it was like a 1993 or four or something, you know. And uh, I was high D and high C. Like you say, Linda, I was, I don't, it doesn't matter what. Right now, it has to be done right now, but it has to be perfect. And then, so I was so black and white. They must have been so hard to work for me and so hard to be around me, you know. So, and then, you know, it, it really, it can be changeable. Now is I have lots of uh, I came out. You know, I took a test again. I said, it's surprised. There was I. I had no I before. So it could be changeable and be aware of it and then exposed to a different way of, you know, you changing what your, um, you know, weakness is. And then, you know what? I even gave my kids, my husband, they all gave the personality test. And then it was so knowing them, it's kind of a little bit easier to talk, and then I know where they're coming from. It was so good to do that. This is Rob Levy, Portland, Oregon. I kind of agree with bits of everything that you guys are saying. And I think it's important to figure out what your clients are. In other words, a high D, you're not going to talk about all the social aspects of, of a house and stuff like that with that person. They just want to know the facts and figures and the square footage and is it going to work for them and so on. But I think, and, and, and Pam, uh, you made the point that it can change, and I think um, Linda did as well. 
I think it has a lot to do with maturity over age. So once you become comfortable with your business, I think you're putting on a little bit less of a show and becoming a little more compassionate. Um, and, and I think it also has a lot to do with the way you were brought up. Um, in my particular case, I went to 24 different schools in four different countries in 12 years. So I was forced to make friends. Are so, you <laughs> I think I'm more of an I and a D, but I think sometimes how you see yourself isn't the same as how other people see you and what you really are. So I've tend to go all the way around to what Heidi said, which is kind of being a chameleon. I can be whatever my client needs me to be, and that's really what I try to be. I listen to them first and adapt to their needs. Aaron Chadbourne in Portland, Maine. I, I echo what Rob says. I think you really need to think about this in terms of what are your clients recognizing those signs and recognizing the ways in which you can trigger them and kind of push the wrong buttons. Mm -hmm. High D, high I over here. So I approach the world in a much different way than an S or a C or someone that leads with that. And looking for those clues in how they communicate, what questions they ask, the shoes that they're wearing. Um, I think not only, you know, we've talked about it changing over time, but I think it's also important that it can be situational as well. I think we've learned a lot during the pandemic. Um, you know, I had clients during the pandemic that listed their house a week before we went into kind of lockdown. And they said, oh, I can't think of a worse time to be selling our house. And here we are at the end of it. They said, thank God we sold our house when we did. We got more space. We were making the change for ourselves anyway. But they went into kind of protective s concern mode, and it completely changed what they were originally doing. So recognizing in our own lives, but also in our clients' lives and the decisions they're making, how some of those factors can change. You know, Aaron, you raise a good point. And oftentimes, a change in personality type that you notice is an indicator of a shift in a decision-making process. So it's developing the awareness, not only because it's interesting and fun to know more about yourself, but that you're paying attention to a change in your clients. I know if I pick up the phone and I call Pam and she's not her normal bubbly self, something's going on. I need to ask some questions. Uh, I want to get the percentages out there because I think a lot of people don't realize the balance of personalities universally. So we've, we've got Ds who seem like a lot of Ds, right? The Ds seem like a lot sometimes. They're 3% of the entire population. So if we are a D, and I hear this a lot from Ds, well, people just need to learn about it so they can adapt to me. The Ds have to do the adapting because 97% of the people are not what they are. Um, our S's are 69%. Most people aren't naturally S personalities who are in sales positions. Mark, obviously, you're, you're a special different kind of guy. <laughs> and I mean that with Fair love. <laughs> so being able to adapt, number one, but also having a true understanding and uh, compassion for people who need more time to make decisions or um, have real concerns about school districts and crime rates and safety. Um, our, by the way, our eyes are 11%. They also seem like a lot, but they're not. And our C's are 17%. So you've got to be willing to adapt. And your market may drive, too. You know, Don Thomas, who's getting interviewed here shortly, is in Silicon Valley. And she deals with a lot of high D's, high C's. She doesn't have a whole lot of S's in her market. So that's not something she really focuses on. She doesn't do a lot of the warm and fuzzy client events that you might do in other markets. So it impacts your marketing. It impacts what your website looks like, and if you haven't taken a look at your materials lately to see if they appeal to the DISNC, I highly recommend that you do that. 
What are you guys doing to adapt from a materials or system standpoint to accommodate the different personality types? Well, kind of like Heidi, I have learned to emulate um, the, you know, being a D, being an I. I can't do it for very long. You know, I'm good for about 30 minutes, you know, and then I, I run out of steam, but I can do it long enough to, you know, get through a listing appointment or or a preview or or something like that. And you can, once you learn the traits and if you can find people that are of those disbehavioral styles and, and think about, well, what would Rob Levy do? Right. You know, what would Heidi do? Right. And, and, and kind of pretend to be them for, for that. Just to break it down, super simple. The marketing material needs to have bullets for D's. It needs to have lots of pretty pictures and color for both I's and S's, and it needs to have some charts and data for C's. And if you can incorporate that all into one sheet, you're, that's money right there. It's Rob Levy here, and, and I, I completely agree with what Heidi says, but I, I, I picked up on something that you said, Amy, and that's I think there's a common misconception out there that most realtors think that to be a successful realtor, you need to be a D. And I don't think that's the case. And what I can relate that to is I got a couple of friends that are professional comedians. And what they are in real life and what they are on stage is completely different. On stage, you think they're the life of the party, having cracking all these jokes and everything else. But in real life, they're dead quiet. So I'd really like to kind of dispel that myth. You don't need to be a D to be a successful realtor. I know I'm a D somewhat. Uh, my wife says I have spilkas. It's a Yiddish <laughs> word for can't sit still. But um, the reality is I think I'm more social, and the D comes out of that because I've got the knowledge of my business, and I feel comfortable talking about it. So let's get rid of that myth right out of the gate. Yeah, anybody, I think, can be a successful realtor. It's the importance of recognizing how you need to be around other people. Yeah, if you look at the profiles of the stars over the last few decades, we have all four represented. So, you know, we've got Mark Boylan sitting here. He's a high S, high C. He's incredibly successful. Um, And I also have heard from Mark that because he's put the systems in place to take care of his C needs, um, he's, that allows him to act more in the other roles when he needs to. So, you guys, you all possess all four of these. So let's not get also locked into the concept that I'm only this and nothing else because we all possess all of them. You know, Heidi mentioned if you can have one marketing piece that touches all four, that's great. But also don't feel the pressure that every piece you produce has to appeal to everyone, right? And you want to make sure that you vary it up, whether it's online, whether it's digital, whether it's printed marketing, you want to make sure you have a variety of different things. You want to make sure that for the C's, you have the numbers. If you're trying to win the listing, that you have pieces that are talking about your stats. If you um, want to draw in the C's, they like stories. They like to hear about the personal connection. They want to know more about you. And so you don't have to be all things to all people all the time, but you want to make sure that you have variety in your marketing that scratches that itch for each of the different personalities. If you want to learn more about DISC, there are plenty of resources out there, and we cover it at both the Listing and the Buyer University courses. So double up on your education, get your DISC while you're at the Listing University or the Buyer University, and get your specialty training on the area that you need the help in the most. Head over to starpower.com, click on University, and you'll see the signups for both of those there. It's Amy Stair, CEO of Star Power. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Star Power Podcast. We're sure you have colleagues out there who need this information just as much as you do. You can invite them to the Facebook group, 
share this podcast with them, or bring them to conference with you. Go to starpower.com and explore all the options that are available.